Shalom to all. Today's daf is Kalim Daf Nun Gimel, and we are starting about the sixth line with the word Hatzlaf, and in the Vilna Sursa Daf, it's near the end of Chav Zayin Amud Beis. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Merim Sarabas, Rabbi Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And the Gemara says Hatzlaf, the caper bush. Beishamayim Beishamay says Kalim Bekerem, Ve'inum Kalim Bezrayim. It is Kalim Bekerem, and that's because it's a suffix. We're not so sure is it considered an Elon or not, and because of this, we say that it is Kalim Bekerem, meaning it's not considered a tree. Whereas Beishil and Beishil says Ainu Kalim Lebekerem. It's not Kalim Bekerem or Bezrayim, and we're not Machmer over here. However, at Kalmaidin, everyone agrees that it is Chayv and Arla, meaning the first three years of fruit that grow on the caper bush are not allowed to be eaten, and only the fourth year's fruit is allowed to be eaten. He teaches us, If the branches and leaves grow from the trunk, that's considered an Elon, it's considered a tree, which means the trunk stays the same every single year, but the branches and leaves regenerate every year, so then that would be a tree. But Misharshav, if the branches grow from the root, which means that the trunk dies every year and regrows. So then, min yerek, this is considered a yerek. So as the Gemara Sevan and they ask the following question, Hare Krov, what about cabbage? Hare you oil megizai? It grows from the trunk and not from the roots, and we know that Krov is a type of yerek. So the Gemara answer is, Kan bevadai, kan besafik. Here we're talking about vadai, here we're talking about suffik. In other words, in the case of Krov, we know for sure that it's considered a min yerek, so even though it grows from the trunk, it's still considered a yerek. Or Rechina Rapapa is teaching us is that in the case of Suffolk, if we're not so sure if it's considered a Yerik or Elon, so then we're able to determine based off if it grows from the trunk or if it grows from the roots. Hanchalach Karim Shacharav, Malzor finishing the fifth parak of Mesechus Kalayim, just like Ruzachah finished this parak together, we should Ruzachah finish this Mesech together, and all of Shasru Shalmi together. And onto a brand new parak, Ezu Aris. What's the type of Karim that's called an Aris? We've already mentioned this before a few times. Let's remember that a Karim, according to Beis Hillel, is Shtaim Kenegit Shtaim Achas Yetzazanov, but we did say that if it's set up like an Aris, so then even though it's just one row of five vines, it's considered a kerem. So what is that? That's if we have a row of five vines beside Hagadar next to a fence. If it's ten fachim tall, or if it's next to a ditch, that's ten fachim deep and four fachim wide. And in both of these scenarios, either with the ditch or with the fence, the vines are trained onto it, meaning they're trained onto the fence or they're trained a little bit into the ditch. So then it's considered a kerem. And a space of four Amas has to be given over here in order to plant a different min. Now, how do we measure these four Amas? So, Beishamah and Beishamah we measure four Amas from the base of the vines to the field, meaning in order to be able to plant away from here. Whereas Beishamah and Beishamah says, from the fence to the field. And that's because since the fence is what makes these vines considered a kerem, so we measure the four Amas from the fence and not from the vines. Now, Rabbi Menuri argues and he says, all those that say this are making a mistake. We're not referring to planting four Amas away from these vines. We're talking about planting in between the vines and the fence. If there's four Amas in between the base of the vines and the fence, so then we give it a Tzavayda, which is six Tfachim, and we can plant the rest of that space with a different Min, meaning in between the vines and the fence. However, if there's less than four Amas in between the vines and the fence, so then nothing's allowed to be planted there. And the mission concludes, What is considered Avadis Hagafen? Meaning we're talking about an individual grapevine or a number of grapevines that are not considered a Kerem, Shisha Tfachim Chalruach, that's six Tfachim in every direction. Once we measure those six Tfachim, then we can plant a different min. Whereas Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Kiva says, Shlaisha. 
is three tvachim in every direction. Now the Gemara begins by asking, The beginning of the Mishnah is a question on Beishamai. Without this, it's not Asr because of a Kerem. Let's remember that Beishamai and Beishil argue what's considered a Kerem. Even though Beishil says that the only time we have a Kerem is when we have Shtayim, Kenegit, Shtayim, Vachas, Yetzizanov, Beishamai had said that if we have a row of five vines, that's considered a Kerem. So what type of Chiddush is our Mishnah teaching us in Shitas Beishamai? According to Beishamai, anyway, if we have one row of vines, that's considered a Kerem. So what's our Mishnah saying? That if we have a row of five vines next to a fence and the vines are trained on the fence, that's a Kerem? Even without it, we would have a Kerem. So Gemara tells us, Rav Shimon Lakish Amai, Rav Shlakish answers, Ba'aris HaMu'okam Shanu. This is referring to vines that are trained on a fence, but they're Mu'okam, they're staggered. And in Ba'aris HaMu'okam Shanu, Belaygeder, Eneosim Kerem. When we're talking about this Aris Mu'okam, it's staggered. So if there's no fence there, so then it would not be also because of a Kerem, according to Beishamai, because they're not planted in a straight line. If you're using the Eyes of Hadar print of the Gemara, take a look at the bottom of the picture labeled Gimel. You see that we have that straight line, that's our fence, and then the five vines that are planted near it are staggered, they're not in a straight line. And that's the case that our Mishnah is talking about, that's a Chiddush, according to Beishamai, that since they're near the fence, that makes them a Kerem, but if they weren't near a fence, they would not be considered a Kerem. Now we just ask in Shittas Beishamai, Rabbi Anabai, Rabbi Anabai asked the following question, is he allowed to plant in between these vines. Take a look at the picture labeled Dalit over here. You see those lines in between the two vines. Would he be allowed to plant a different min over there? Since his line of vines is not straight, it's staggered, maybe it's not considered like he's planting in a kerem. So Nun Dalit on top we answer, We had just said that according to Beishamai, they're considered mechuvan. It's considered like they're in a straight line. But Amar, the proper girsa is and you're suggesting that it's permitted to plant in between the vines even though physically they're staggered but since we treat them as if they're in a straight line, so then one would not be allowed to plant in between the vines. Another similar question, Ma'oliz or Ben Hagafanim, is one allowed to plant in between the vines in the same row? Take a look at the picture in the beer of Chaim Kanievsky. You see over here that this row of staggered vines looks like it's set up as two rows, one that has three vines and one that has two. And the question is, are we allowed to plant in between those vines in the individual rows? As you see, there's lines drawn over there. So my answer is Muksha, just like you said by Muksha. And remember we had this term previously, this referring to gourd and similar plants that have long vines and leaves that come from them. Then also Lizarbain Hagumais, one's not allowed to plant in between the gumais, even if this delas, these gourds, or this muksha type plants are planted far apart from each other, one's not allowed to plant a different min in between them of Hachasoto over here, also Lizarbain Hagafanim, one's not allowed to plant in between the vines. We're gonna stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow continuing to talk about this for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.